don't expect the podcast itself to do all the work. You have a great opportunity to leverage this showcase from the moment you title your talk all the way through what you communicate and share to what you do with that showcase once it goes live. You are listening to Amplify Your Success Podcast, episode 324. And today I'm going to unpack what it really takes to turn other people's podcasts and shows into your number one client attraction system. You ready for this? Let's get started. Welcome to the Amplify Your Success Podcast. Get ready to ramp up your revenue, amplify your impact, and make your mark in the world. This is the show for experts, thought leaders, and service professionals who want to shatter their limits and achieve that next level. You're going to find out from other experts and influencers how they made it. Now, let's get amplified. Hey there, inspired entrepreneurs and business leaders. It's your host, Melanie Benson, and I am an authority amplifier and possibility igniter for expert based business owners. And today, I'm going to be talking about uh, a very popular marketing strategy that I think everybody knows about, but very few people have demystified how to do this in a way so you get a good return on investment and it's profitable. Now, you may know by now, especially if you've been uh, listening to the podcast for a while, that one of my areas of expertise, you might even consider me authority in, is that I really understand how to leverage both sides of the microphone as a great client attraction tool. But it started because I was guesting on other people's podcasts and I was finding it a really easy system for me to attract four and five figure clients from other people's podcasts. And the same thing works on virtual shows, you know, live streams and things like that. But I would have people who would be a guest expert on my show or we'd be talking about podcasts or a new client who'd say, Melanie, this isn't working for me the way it is for you. What am I doing wrong? In the beginning, I got really curious. I studied what was working for me and I and I was noticing uh, that there were some trends between what, what worked for me and people who were getting clients from my show and then everybody who was saying they were struggling and it wasn't working for them. And so first of all, I created Guest Expert System, which is uh, where I teach from beginning to end how to really craft a powerful client attraction strategy by leveraging other people's podcasts and audiences. But I absolutely was, was really intent on sharing for as my gift to you the mistakes that people are making because I want you to succeed at this. I want you to be able to leverage a strategy But, you know, it's like if this isn't your wheelhouse, you're probably making these 17 really common mistakes. So if you want to get that free resource and download it, it's like a checklist and then I unpack the different mistakes. I'm going to talk about three of them here today, but there are 17 that I've witnessed and I want to make sure you know about all of them so you can really ace those interviews and conversations and turn this client traction strategy up a couple notches for you. Because you should be able to attract business from it. You should be able to get new opportunities. You should be able to, like, just like I am, get four and five figure clients from the, um, you know, from this opportunity. So head over to melaniebenson.com forward slash magnetize. I'll link this up in the show notes. This is where you can download that 17 mistake checklist. And I would recommend that you read through it and just kind of score yourself and see where you're finding yourself. 
right? And, it, and if you really want to jump ahead and get started uh, really putting the right system together and you want to start getting better bookings and really get higher quality podcasts and events to speak at, then I highly recommend you take Guest Expert System. So let's just talk about the problem the way I see it. The problem is, is that a lot of people who have a service business or they want to get in front of new audiences, they've got a message that they want to share in a bigger way, they want to make a greater impact, they've been hearing. Podcasts are growing. Podcasts are a great way for you to get in front of an ideal audience. And that is true. Anytime somebody is gathering an audience and they're inviting you to speak to that audience, this is a beautiful opportunity to collaborate. It's a great opportunity to share your message and it's a great opportunity to attract clients. And it doesn't work for everybody. And as I mentioned, I see some common uh, problems. So you're out there, you're maybe spending money on a podcast booking service and they're not getting you um, the kind of shows that you want or you're getting these bookings and you're thinking, okay, I got nothing out of this. Why? Maybe you are getting leads, but the leads are really bad leads. And you're thinking, what on earth? Why is this not working? Right? So here are the top three things that probably have gone wrong, or at least this is where I would start with you to look at the solutions. First of all, I'm going to look at your topic. Almost always when I see the problems that occur, it's because the person doesn't know how to create the topic that will be really magnetic and compelling and irresistible to the ideal client. So here's, this is where it takes a little bit of digging. You really need to understand who your ideal client is and who they're not. They're not everybody. And what happens is we can't control who listens to a show. So the topic becomes the big, um, like the lighthouse, right? It's like, it's shining the light for you and it should be attracting people to listen to the show, to hear about this thing that they're really interested in. And if your topic isn't relevant and it's missing some of that quality that makes it magnetic, then chances are it's not even getting listened to, right? And that's really the second thing that's gone wrong is no one's listening, or at least the right people aren't listening. You know, some of this may be the show host or uh, the person who's putting the event on. We'll just kind of capture all of that in there. Like we can't control all of that, but I guarantee you, you can control what happens to that showcase once it goes live. There are some things that you can do with those episodes that will wake up your dormant leads and turn them into interested buyers. And most people who are guessing on podcasts are completely missing out on this. Not to mention the fact that when you really like get your talk and your title and your interview and the conversation strategy down really tight, it's so compelling that people share it. And the people who listen to that show all the time, they're probably very aligned with the audience and with the um, theme of the show. So if you're doing a good job picking the right shows to be on, you, you should have people listening. So your topic drives a lot of the listenership, but it also what you do to showcase that episode has a huge impact. And then the third thing that I think goes wrong, and this is directly related to your ability to get four and five figure clients, is your invitation is not compelling. There's a lot of advice out there that I think is bad. 
when it comes to what you should invite people to do from a podcast. And I've actually had some of my clients kind of fight me on this a little bit. And I'm like, well, try it and see how it works. Like, I don't have to be right, but I just know what works. I know what works 90% of the time. And what I have found is, is that there is a couple of things that work really, really well. And some of it depends on the audience and depends on the way the host uh, like kind of runs the show. But overall, it's your job to build what I call a golden thread between the topic and the talking points and an invitation that's so compelling. You could literally offer them anything and they're going to say yes to it. But what doesn't work is when you've got a topic that has absolutely nothing to do with your gifts or it feels kind of like an afterthought. And I honestly, like I, I listen to my guests on, on the show here and sometimes I'm like, wow, you're, you, what you're inviting people to do, you, you feel it kind of, it comes across like they could care less and we don't want to be pitchy and, and over the top but we do want to make it compelling and juicy and intriguing because think about it. Like, how are you listening to the show right now? Are you multitasking? Are you driving? Are you at the gym? Are you walking the dog? Are you, you know, do you have it on your, your uh, Alexa or your Google device in the background and, or your iHome and you're cooking dinner for the kids? Like what is happening? You're probably multitasking. And so when we want to move people into action, we need some energy behind it. We need some juice. And there's a lot of ways to juice it up. But just think about how well do you connect the dots between what your topic is, what you talk about, and what this next step is that you offer to people. If you do a better job of making it compelling, you're probably going to get more people going, yes, how do I work with Susan? Or how do I get on John's calendar, right? Like you want them wanting it. And that's where your energy comes in. Now, I could go on and on, and this would turn into a whole masterclass. If that's something that you want to go a little bit deeper in, I promise um, I have masterclasses all the time on this. Just um, like if you're on my in my email community or if you're getting the 17 mistakes, I'll keep you in the loop when I'm having the next one. But let's get into things to fix. Let me cover three things that I think are essential. And this is where, I mean, I spend a majority of my time with the uh, people that go through Guest Expert System fixing these things. First of all, you need to master a, a magnetic conversation. That could be your talk. It could be an interview. It could be, you know, whatever. But if it's not magnetic and relevant, I use a formula called the rocks method, which I'll link up in the show notes. But because uh, I did uh, teach that in a previous episode here, I'll be happy to link that up for you. But when you uh, master the magnetic energy of the conversation that you provide uh, to the listener, this is going to change everything. So in Guest Expert System, one of the techniques that I teach, now obviously you have to have some foundational pieces in place, like there's some things that we have to make sure that we're talking to the right audience, but um, I believe that it's hel helpful to reverse engineer from the title through the talking points into your invitation, <clears throat> the action you want someone to take. And what I find is, and, and by the way, like this is really, really common. I know if you're not acing this already, this is probably not in your wheelhouse. Maybe you're a little uncomfortable with how to create a talk, even though you're super talented at what you do. It may feel really overwhelming and intimidating at times to try and create a message that's interesting and compelling. 
I get it. Like I struggled with it for many, many years, but, and rest assured, every time I create a new talk, I'm going through this exact exercise. I, I've learned a process that works. Now, I call this building a golden thread. And the reason why is we want to get people um, like interested with a title or the topic or whatever the thing is they see first about your conversation. You want them to get intrigued through the information you share, through the stories, through the conversations, through the energy you're bringing. Like part of what's magnetic is you. Like you have to bring your best energy. You have to bring confidence. You have to bring clarity. You have to you have to bring your A game to these conversations. You don't want to sound like you just woke up and rolled out of bed and said, okay, I guess I'm giving a talk today. <laughs> Let me wake up while we're on the phone. Like that's not the energy you want to bring to the conversation. So building that golden thread is a big piece of how the magic works. And inside of that, you want to do what I call step two here, which is bring that golden thread through the entire conversation with the key in mind of who your ideal audience is. So I want to attract four and five figure clients. I know who my ideal client is. I know that they have certain challenges, that they have certain ways they feel about themselves. I've done the work. All of the stuff that I, I do in my first step and guest expert system is to design and develop who I'm talking to because I want to make sure that I'm attracting the people that can benefit from the work that I do. And I want them to feel basically like capable of making an investment in their future success. So I'm very intentional about the words I use, the stories I tell, the credibility uh, factors that I bring into the conversation. It's all, it's organic, it's authentic, but it's very intentional. And what I call that is shaping your conversation. See, what happens is I think a lot of people, and this is one of the mistakes in the 17 Mistakes Guide, is they're winging their whole talk. And the problem with that is it's probably coming off very disjointed and you're not bringing that A game and that magnetic quality. And so it's not compelling to the listener. It's just too easy in that environment for people to click away. It's not like they're in an audience and everyone's going to know if they get up and leave the room, which is okay, but you don't know if they've gotten up and left the room. They've just stopped listening. They've no longer paid attention. And what we need to do is keep them invested and moved in, move them into intrigue or sorry, we want to keep them intrigued and move them into being invested in taking that next step with you. I had a great example of this happen a couple years ago where uh, I got a consultation booked and it came through on a Sunday and I didn't notice it till Monday morning, but I was looking at, I always look to see where people come from and it, I could see that he had just signed up for my guest expert, or I think it was my 17 mistakes guide, like Thursday before. And I could see in his records, oh, he signed up for that. He signed up for that. He's going through my materials. I call it the binge quality. When we attract our best clients, they're going to binge you for several days, they're looking to see, are you the real deal? Can they trust you? Do you have credibility and authority? Do you do the things that they need help with? So what had happened was I got on the on this consultation with this uh, client and 
he said, well, I said, so how'd you find me? And he said, well, you're, this is really interesting, but I was uh, Googling podcast guesting and I ran across someone's testimonial and I went and looked at his podcast and I saw you were one of the featured guests. So I listened to the episode you did on imposter syndrome and I thought, oh my gosh, she's talking to me. Like, even though I'm good at what I do, I feel like an imposter. And I wanted to learn more about how you help people get out of imposter syndrome. So then I knew you had a podcast and I went and binged your podcast. And that's where I saw some of the resources you had. So even though I had made an invitation to one of my tools on that conversation, uh, with uh, my host, he actually went right for the podcast and started listening to the podcast. And then he not only booked that consultation within five days of finding me, but he was already decided in his mind that I was his coach and mentor. He easily made the decision within 24 hours to invest in a five-figure package with me. That's how it works. Now, of course, not every person who's listening is that person for you. But what we're trying to do is attract out of the the pool of people that listen, those gems, those people that are ready, they are looking for you. And they're just trying to find resources and they're going down the path, the little, little breadcrumbs looking for someone that can solve their problems. So the third thing to fix is making sure that your visibility connects to a way that your ideal clients, especially these premium clients that are willing to invest more, can binge you, can connect with you, and can learn that you are the person they want to work with. So some of the ways that that might look for you, for me, it's my podcast, obviously. Um, I would say about 40% of the people that invest in my big ticket packages have listened to quite a few episodes before they get to me. It's my emails. So there's obviously something that people can sign up for. And we have emails that nurture that relationship, that educate them on more of the problem myself and my brand consistency. And I think this is an often overlooked piece of the puzzle. It's very clear what I do from my brand. You go to my website, you listen to my podcast, you go and research me on any of the social media uh, profiles, and you will see there's major consistency around what I teach and how I solve problems for people. And there's regularity. So we've talked about consistency before. I'm not going to deep dive on that, but I think all those pieces come together to help a potential client have confidence that I am a problem solver for them. I am someone they can trust. I have a reputation. I have uh, an ongoing track record of really high results for my clients. And that's where some people are missing the breadcrumbs. There's no authority positioning tool for your client, your potential client or your prospect, or even somebody who's searching for a speaker and they've ran across your materials to come and experience you. And to recognize your authority when they get into your domain, when they get into your website, when they get into your uh, materials. So I don't want to oh, like make that like the end all be all. I think there are things we can do to overcome that. But just even if you have one very simple breadcrumb thread from the time that they experience you and you're very intentional about saying, hey, here's the next step, come find me here or come ask for this resource or come take this mini training 
and I'm going to give you this high value thing that's going to change your life. And then that makes it easy for them to take a purchasing step with you or book a consultation. That is very powerful. You want to have a way to keep demonstrating that connection, build that trust, build that rapport. So there may be other things that will move the needle for you. These are three of the biggest ones, and these tend to be the ones that I have to fix over and over. Now I'm going to throw in a bonus one because it's kind of popping into my mind. And this is uh, probably just as common. And that is you need to make sure you have an offer you feel good making. It's amazing to me how many people are struggling with their offers right now. And I think it's because the market's changing and sometimes we don't really um, know how to adapt and evolve when things are changing in our market. But make sure that you have a really clear, compelling offer. I like to focus on high ticket offers. That's one of my distinctions you might say in the market is I I like premium offers and I I think it is really valuable to have that in your offer suite because there are clients that are looking for that level of support and I think it helps elevate your authority as well but there's a lot of ways that you can make offers you can you know just have your service that you can uh, map out for them you can have a done for you program. You can have a mastermind. You can have a membership. You can have a digital product. I don't care what it is. Just make sure it's really clear. It's really compelling. And you're really confident with how to present that because you're going to be seeding that all through your talk. And you're going to make sure that your ideal audience knows how valuable it is to solve their problem. All right. I'd love to hear from you. Which of the mistakes or which of the steps was really resonating for you. And you're like, yep, that's it. I want to hear from you. I want to know what you're going to do to put this into action. Like, I love putting this podcast out. And by the way, thank you, listeners. We have more than doubled our listenership in the last six to seven months. And it's because of you. You share it. You you um, listen regularly. You know, it, it's like, I'm so honored. And I feel like, you are really getting so much value out of this. But I want to know, like, what are you going to do now? Give me a little shout out wherever you're listening to this, or you can pop into any of the DMs of our social uh, platform that you are most active on. I just want to hear what are you going to do with it? And I hope I will see you in the next round of Guest Expert System. I'm excited to take another group through this powerful and transformational process and help them get their message out there in a bigger way. Thanks for tuning in today, Amplifier. Be sure to join us right now in the Amplify Your Authority community at authorityamplifiers.com and I'll share my seven proven tips to be a highly paid expert that stands out in a crowded market. Plus, we're going to keep this conversation going and I want to hear from you how you're going to amplify your authority and make a greater impact. Before you go, please take a minute to give our show and our guests some love over on your favorite podcasting platform. Subscribe, rate, and review. Leave your full name and I'll spotlight you and your authority on social media. 